Blog Talk Radio. AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of 5D living worldwide. I'm Mari, and we are back flowing into the end of summer and looking ahead to the fall, and this is the time of year when I am actually working pretty hard because I'm prepping for our 5D Academy and and all of our classes that start in September. Um, we're planning so much stuff for this year. Uh, the podcast is now going to be weekly, I hope. <laughs> I'm saying weekly. I, I'm really doing everything I can, you guys, really. Um, I have a new producer, and they're cracking the whip. So, um, yeah, we'll be going going weekly back to that schedule, um, which I have not done in several years um, since before COVID, actually, when my mom passed away. And uh, we're going to go for it this year. We're going to do everything we can to get get out a weekly episode um, so stay tuned for that, and lots of new stuff coming out. My new book will be out in January. Um, I will be doing it as a uh, probably an ebook, Kindle, maybe Audible um, book, just because for the sake of brevity in the publishing world, um, I think it's just easier. And now everybody seems to be enjoying that those formats better anyway. Um, and so that will be coming out. We'll be starting all the launch activities and things. And there will be a special podcast just specifically for the book. Um, so just keep that in the back of your mind. We'll start having some, uh, keep your eye on your inbox. And, and I'll announce it, you know, in the podcast coming um, for where to sign up for early notifications of when it's going to be available. We'll be doing a lot of fun activities around that. So that's coming. And um, we are now registering folks for those final three, I would say, I think it's about three spots, it might be five, um, for our September classes that will be starting. So if you're ready to really take a deeper dive and get fully fluent in all of this stuff, I know it's really fun to listen to a podcast here and there, and, you know, I say some very cool things, so <laughs> people like the podcast, but this is not even the tip of the iceberg. This is just intro stuff um, to wet your whistle, to get you to, you know, pop out of 3D thinking and into 5D feeling and and get you familiar. But uh, if you're ready for a real deep dive for really shifting life around and making some nice transformations um, to greater ease, you know, to to feeling like, okay, I'm going to use all of the engines that I was born with as, as opposed to, you know, less than 20%, which is what happens when we're not fluent in the 5D frequency senses and the abilities that you're born with. It doesn't take any special psychic gifts or, you know, special anything. It's really the continuation of your physiology, your frequency overlays over your physiology. 
and it was meant to carry 80% of the load. So um, why not get fluent in it? I mean, really, <laughs> it is just so much easier. It really, really is. Um, so I'm excited to uh, get started with our new semester. I teach about 100 classes a year um, through the different levels of our academy. And um, yeah, it's going to be very, very fun this year. We have a lot of new things that I'm introducing. Uh, guided meditations, and on all kinds of tools and things. So if you're interested in one of those last spots and, um, you know, to see if you this is a, a good option for you, I'd love to hear from you. Please email me at support at ahamomentsinc.com. That's ahamoments with an S and then inc.com. And, um, and we'll get in touch with you about what the next steps are and how you can go about learning more and seeing if it's a good fit for you. All right, so that being said, that's our big first big announcement. Um, from what I hear, we're in Mercury retrograde again, which really kind of popped up out of nowhere because I don't really pay too much attention to that stuff. But if you've been feeling a little wonky, that might, um, and I know we, we're kind of in Saturn retrograde. So this is like, you know, it's kind of that end of fall, I mean, end of summer um, drag, you know, it's just the last, like, ugh. <laughs> but it doesn't mean that you, you know, regardless of what's going on in those things, it doesn't mean that you can't use your frequency to your highest and greatest advantage. And so today's show was really channeled to me. Um, I was probably complaining <laughs> to my guides. I think, I was, yeah, I was driving yesterday or a couple days ago. And I said, you know, I was kind of pissy, and I was like, ah, you know, bleh. <laughs> and um, and they said, you know, are you are you available for happiness today? And I'm going to do a whole show on that availability stuff and open to receive and all that. But the question was, are you available today for happiness? Because if you're stuffing the day, the front end of the day, with all the stuff you were aggravated about yesterday and anticipating all the stuff that you're going to have to be aggravated with by the end of your day and then being aggravated with potentially what's going to happen tomorrow or, you know, if you have any of that or if you have longing and yearning for the future and it's not here yet or your manifestation projects haven't come yet, you're loading up a whole lot of frequency. You're assigning frequency to things that you don't want. And I hate to say it, but that dictates your whole day. There's no like, okay, I'm going to ignore that or, oh, in this now moment, I'm just going to be, you know, miserable. But, you know, at some point when I have time, I'll be feeling better. That doesn't do it. You damn yourself to hell like that. <laughs> you know, you have to, there's a, there's a, you know, I want you to say to, one of the biggest things to have a successful day, right, we're going to go into like the micro because a lot of times in these, these kind of conversations we get into these big macro things but if we go into the micro like how do you get through the day doesn't have to be the special day or the big interview or your wedding day or anything like that just like how do you get through today like how 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 good can today be how big can today be like without all the extra planning without all the massive action like tony robbins would say like how how can you how how can it be a better day the first thing is you want to be using your frequency for yourself and not against yourself. 
So using your frequency against yourself is what I was talking about. If you're just chromogeny, <laughs> it counts. I, I'm a New Yorker by trade, right? I grew up, I was born in New York. I, you know, was born and raised and then spent 22 years in Jersey before I came to La Jolla, to California. And uh, so we're, you know, we, we kind of take pride in being chromogeny because we're, you know, we're smart, we're quick-witted, we have a very high BS meter, you know, we're straight shooters, we're brutally honest. It's just, you know, it's kind of part of the culture and uh, and a little aggravated all the time. We kind of take pride in being aggravated a good chunk of the time, you know, because nothing is, you know, it's just New York. It's, nah, you know, I don't want to be bothered. And, um, but as I, I realized life was also hard there, hard, a lot of schlep and then a little bit of fun. It's a lot of schlep, especially Jersey. It's a lot of schlep. When I say schlep, I mean just like grind, like your daily, like commute and the work and the errands and, the, and, your, and your, your life is flavored a lot by the grind because it's part of the culture. Like it's like when you when you get on a phone, when I get on the phone with my New York, my East Coast friends, we always end up somehow talking about how hard the day was, how bad the weather was, and how much work they did, and how overworked they are, and how they need time off, but they can't. And then when I talk to the folks in California, well, <laughs> it's a different animal, because nobody even talks about what they do. A lot of my California friends, I don't even know what they do for a living, because they're too busy talking about they sailed a boat, or they went to the beach, or they had a yoga class, or they tried a new supplement. You know, it's a different, a different vibe. Now, I'm not saying that they're one way is better than the other, but what I am saying is that when you are frequency fluent, when you are frequency fluent, it is really, you know, important to recognize that that is what dictates and really flavors how things go for you, whether you're being, you know, if you're using your frequency to your advantage. Frequency is like tofu. However you flavor it is how it's going to read out. So when I say, how was your day today? If, especially if I'm talking to my, my I call my kids, my, they're all adults, but in, in the academy I say, okay, how was your day? And I don't mean like, you know, did you talk to the cable guy and then, you know, organize the books in your library? I, I mean, how was your frequency-based day? Was it flowing? Was it unfolding? Were you being presented with evidentiary, evidentiary information, evidence? that what you're desiring to come to fruition is is on its way have you did you how many uh, synchronicities did you experience today that you actually noticed how many signs and symbols did you pick up on today how much how how um well were you able to interpret those signs and symbols and synchronicities today did you feel any of that did you notice any of that were you confident in it did you flow off of it? Meaning, did you feel it and then say, whoa, that's awesome, and let me flow some more with consciousness and awareness and deliberate intent? Okay. A little bit? Okay. A lot? Okay. But 90 to nothing, I would say most folks are a little bit more familiar with the day being kind of a blur of tasks and reactions to people and worries and anticipation and 
having conversations in your head about, well, if she says this, I'm going to say that, and if he does this, I'm going to do that. Orchestration, a lot of 3D stress, 3D mental mind stress. Now, in the 5D toolkit, the book that I've written, I go into the actual toolkit that you have. And one of the tools that you have is free will. Now, of all the places God would put the free will, <laughs> it could put, you know, the free will could be attached to your higher self and your 5D frequency side and infinite, you know, all the infinite possibilities. Like that whole free will switch, they call it the free will switch, the yes, I will accept this and make it so, or no, I don't want this and I will, you know, put it away. That, unfortunately, did not land on the side where all the stuff is. The free will switch landed in the mental mind 3D um, side of your, you know, walking the planet physical side. So your mental mind with all of its lovely levels of (laughs) lack and limitations gets to dictate what it's willing to accept and what it's not. That's where the free will switch goes. So even if you're talking to God or Allah or whoever you talk to, you know, the God of your understanding, whether you're angels, guides, fairies, whatever you, whatever you deem as, you know, even your own higher self, if your 3D mind says, yeah, no, I'm not doing that, or no, I won't receive that, or, you know, no, I won't believe it, even if I do perceive it, everybody has to just stop and wait until you come back around to asking again. So when you have free will on that side of the fence and then you're being curmudgeon-y and aggravated and, and scared and, you know, sort of in that blocking mode and you're rehearsing, you know, difficult conversations with all different kinds of scenarios on them and whatnot, you're using the frequency, let's just say, not to the best of your advantage. Sometimes you're actually to great detriment. And if you are constantly in reaction mode and then saying things, I heard someone say, well, you know, they're doing all of this to me and they don't realize what they're doing to me. And, and, and she was very locked and loaded on how, you know, whether it's family members or friends or whatever are doing stuff to her never wants to take any kind of level of responsibility, never does any energetic hygiene. And all I can do is say, okay, I don't try to teach it. I don't try to explain it. I don't try nothing. Because then that would drag me into a zone where there's no permission slip for receptivity, right? So if you're dealing with, let's say, the the people quotient, and you're dealing with somebody who's really difficult or who's really miserable, depressed, all those things. Do you, even if it's your own kid, even if it's your own husband or whatever, and, not, and this doesn't mean you don't care, allowing them to be who they are shows a lot of caring, right? And then your frequency is influenced by where you focus your care and attention. And then when you add in any kind of emotion to that, then you're amplifying that and you're creating then with the frequency, even if it's with another person. 
So instead of saying, oh, you know, especially when you're, if you're kind of still in the dabbling phase of all this and you're testing this out and you're testing that out and you get a little certification here and you go take a little class there and you listen to a podcast and all that, and then you start, you know, or you're starting like a little bit on the path and you want to start trying to teach other people what you're learning because you're feeling so much relief from it and then you want to try to go and teach other people, you're nowhere near ready yet because when you start to hit up against their free will going in the, you know, tanking in the south direction, going in the wrong direction, you will get tripped up. And then you can start to sort of spin your frequency counterclockwise. You can start to, you know, unravel yourself because you're trying to push other people to see the light, to prove to yourself that the light can be seen. So this is a, that's a little bit of a a major pitfall that people who are just getting started in this work um, you know, or in this phase of discovering their life. If you're in that real, you know, discovery phase, um, that's something I have in the new book too, is is the the various levels of 5D fluency. I think there's five or six of them. I can't remember since doing so much editing. Um, but the first one, you know, awareness, when you start to really kind of awaken, it's called the awakening phase. When you're in that phase, you know, it, it's 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 very exciting because your 3D mind starts to feel a lot of relief, like, wait a second, maybe, just maybe there's something more. Maybe there's a vat of resources that I, you know, I can't think of on my own. Maybe that vat of resources is available to me, but I don't know if I can trust it, so I need to learn more. And then you start to start to chase it down, right? You can't can't get enough of the stuff you just want to read and, 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 and take it all in and listen and listen again and watch and all those things. And so... When you are, though, trying to justify in your own space, you know, this stuff to yourself, if you go outside of yourself to other people, then you are starting to make yourself susceptible to to other people's free will to disagree, right? And then if you're not fluent and stable and really strong in your own convictions and you don't have a good solid, like, infrastructural foundation, then you can kind of get spun around a bit. So when I ask, how was your day today? One of the other things that I mean from a 5D perspective is, were you feeling the connection to your own higher self? Were you feeling the the sense and the, the fluent interpretation of the inner voice that you have from your higher self? And when you made choices today, did you check in and feel that two-way partnership with your higher self? Did you check in and feel it? Or were you kind of like, I'll get to the energy stuff at some point. Like, I'm aware that I should be doing things energetically, and I'll get there at some point. But for today, I have too many reality things to get done. A big, huge milestone in the fluency, the path to fluency, 5D fluency, and this happens down the path a bit. You know, we I have three levels in the academy. I generally think that this happens more into when you get into the second level to our advanced um, alchemy mastermind level, where you start to recognize that there is not a division between, you know, your energetic self and quote reality, and that you're actually your energetic self is way more reality than your 3D self. Your 3D self is what you've chosen to allow in. Your 5D self is the reality that everything exists and it's all there, 
right? So, but a lot of people say, oh, well, this is my reality, and now I have to abandon all the energy stuff because this reality stuff, you know, and then they go, you, you, then they go right down to the level of tools they have in 3D, which is always a fraction of what you have available to you 5D. And then you go back to the lack and limitation of your mental mind, and you just really, you go from having like an ocean's worth of options, solutions, and creative, um, uh, you know, opportunities. And if you say, you know what, I can't deal with the energy today and the frequency and the 5D and Mari and all that stuff, that's not reality. I have to be in reality today. I have to deal with the hardcore things. Then what you're doing is you're taking your solution base from the ocean to the head of a pin. Because that's as far as 3D goes, even on the best of days. Because your 3D mental mind can only focus on what it's seen before. And most of the time, it registers the negative stuff it's seen before because it's there trying to keep you safe and all that kind of stuff. So it gets you back to, oh, yeah, I remember the last time you couldn't pay this bill. You know what happened then? Well, oh, man, you're not going to get the money the way you did that time because, you know, it's never going to come back around like that again. And, well, I, and then on top of it, it compares you to other people. Oh, did you see, uh, you know, Mary Jane over there, you know, she, 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 it, look what happened to her and her husband. Oh, man, that, you know, that David, oh, my God, oh, uh. and, and then there's that comparing, well, how come she got that money to get her house and I'm still sitting here, I have a vision board, <laughs> you know, all of that, that's all 3D. That's your, quote, reality. Really? You want, you want that to be like, and that's why when people say, I have to focus on reality now, they get, go immediately into deep stress. The blood pressure goes up, the AFib starts, the, you know, the, the, the cholesterol goes up, you want to numb out, you start eating all the things that you know aren't good for you, all that stuff. You skip the exercise because you have to be in reality, and you have to be in reality, and reality is hard. So if you're, do you realize that you're programming yourself for all that when you do that? So when I say, are you accidentally using frequency against yourself, whatever you put your, like, blinders on and majorly focus on, and then you add a whole lot of emotion to it, you create. That's the formula for alchemy. And it goes for the negative or the positive. Okay, so this is very, very important. The first thing to solve, to start to fix this, is to be aware of it. In the beginning phases of our academy, I always we always talk about the awakening phase, and that is to start to actually wake up and notice what you're doing. Be willing not to criticize yourself, but to observe yourself. Observe yourself without judgment. It's one of the other stages in the in, when I'm working with folks on a long-term basis. One of the other phases they go through is they start to get awareness of you know, oh, I shouldn't use that word, I should use this word because that's higher frequency, or oh, I, I should focus in this way instead of that way. And they're trying to teach themselves, so then they start to criticize and judge themselves. So then when they talk to me, they'll say, okay, okay, I know, I know I'm not supposed to use this word, but this is the word I have for now. So I da 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 and they use the word, and they say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, I know I was supposed to think like this, but this is how it is. And, and that's a stage, it's a phase, because the 3D side is trying to hang on, and the 5D side is trying to break through, and then you have this like kind of collide of the titans, you know. And so eventually what we do is we focus on giving, instead of criticizing your 3D mental mind, which has been keeping you safe and ru ruling the roost for, for so long without all the extra tools that are re it was really supposed to have, 
It's like sending a yacht, if you guys ever watch Below Deck on um, on Bravo. Can you imagine sending that yacht out for a charter and having no provisions, meaning no food, no drinks, no alcohol, no water? You just send it out with no provisions. The yachties expect to have provisions. That's how you run the charter. You know, the jet ski without food and drinks and everything isn't going to work, right? It doesn't, it, you know. The views from the ship, if everybody's hungry, isn't going to work, right? There, there needs to be provisions added to that yacht. And so it's the same thing with your 3D mind and your 3D way and your, quote, physical reality is, you know, if you don't have the provisions that were meant to be from your 5D side, from your frequency-based side, and you're not even aware of how to do it. So you can load up the whole dock with all the provisions for a two-week charter, but nobody knows how to put it on the boat. So it just sits there and rocks. And the boat tries to float without the food, and, and, it, and it just keeps hitting up against, you know, people wanting to get off early, people not getting on at all, you know, just failure after failure, or at least, you know, difficulty after difficulty. And so that's the same thing. If you're going around in your life and you have the yacht, your 3D self, but no provisions, meaning no access to fluency in your 5D self, no understanding of how, you know, frequency energy works or how to get, you know, the answers that you really need from your higher self and the, the real answers, creative solutions and, and what have you, then you're, 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 you're sailing that boat with, you know, with no provisions. And then you have to take very short trips. And then you have to be very aggravated because the trips can never reach their fullest potential because they are deprived of what's really needed to run. And the promise was when the ship, you know, the yacht, the charter was advertised that there would be gourmet food and top shelf drinks and all those things, wonderful desserts and, and custom, you know, designed uh, meals and, and what have you, multiple courses and fresh fruits and vegetables from the local, you know, ports and what have you, and, and none of that's there, you, you know, that that's, I mean, it's a very disappointing thing. So you had, the, there was the divine promise that you would have this 5D toolkit that you would be able to take when we're not in a physical body navigating the physical world, and I talk about this in the new book, when we're not in the physical body, we are in our energetic self our, with our full, our full, we rejoin our, the fullness of our totality of our total self, and we, we kind of re, rejoin the rest of ourselves that's non-physical, okay, because we have the non-physical side of ourselves and the part of ourselves that's driving around in the physical body for this particular lifetime. When we let go of that body, we rejoin. Okay? And, and, and when we do that, we have access to everything. And when we take on that physical body, we still have access to everything. We are equipped with travel-sized versions of everything that we have when we're not in a physical body. And so that's what this is. And my purpose, my mission is to get you as fluent in all of those physical, non-physical things that you normally have. Your, your ability to have your energetic communication system, um, freeform channel with your own higher self, your intuition, your telepathic abilities, your alchemy abilities, which is your manifesting, your self-healing abilities, understanding your parallel realities, your alternate, um, you know, 
states and, and all of those energetic infrastructural things and how to do energetic hygiene, how to take care of yourself from a frequency-based perspective so that you can be clear and receive through clear filters and through clear channels. And then to integrate the two, you're not bastardizing 3D by any means, but what you're doing is you're fortifying it. You're enhancing it. And when you skip this, ignore this, just dabble in this, see it as a parlor trick, see it, you know, dismiss it, sever yourself from it because you're, quote, in reality now, you are damaging yourself. You're hurting yourself. Why? Just purely because you don't know. And when you do know, then you need to practice. And a lot of people have gone through things and, you know, you take a course here, take a course there, and then you fall off the wagon, right? But now it's, you know, it's time to let's get after it. Let's get after it because one of the other things that happens, so that's your microcosm, right? That's your own personal life. You, you know, running your day from a 5D frequency way is your personal life, your personal choices, your personal free will, your personal higher self, and, you know, access to your own infinite beingness. But then there's the greater consciousness, right? The greater good, the, the rest of everything else. That evolves too. And so we're always throttling through. And I'll probably do a podcast somewhere between now and the end of the year on history of energy. Something that I, I really enjoy. I'm a little bit of a geek about it. But how energy has evolved and how frequency has evolved and, you know, kind of what's available to us on the planet now versus what was available to us on the planet in 19, let's say, 50 or the 1800s or whatever. And so, um, you know, it, it's really fascinating to kind of watch how things, frequency has flown, you know, flowed through, you know, over these centuries. And and then where are we going? Because it's always going to continue to evolve. We're continuing to expand. And we, this planet and this, you know, we, we're watched by everybody else. And, and there's a huge evolutionary path that we're on. So when you're able to take care of your microcosm, then you can really interrelate with the macrocosm, which is throttling forward anyway. You don't want to kind of get left behind. You don't want to be dragging behind a huge energetic leap. And there's a lot going on. You can always see just the way, you know, um, the weather is behaving. You know, you start having hurricanes. We, we had, uh, it was a little silly thing here in San Diego. It really was absolutely nothing. Our rainy days in the in our rainy season were way worse than the once in 89 years hurricane. But be that as it may, it's the fact that it was even entertained and that something came here and it did do some stuff to some places, way less than the news. And I, I saw very clearly how the news inflates things because we're all like here in San, we're here in California saying, did you just hear them say that like LA is like underwater? And like, I'm sitting in LA right now in Santa Monica and there's nothing going on. You know, like, you know, I had friends who are in LA saying that to me and I'm like, yeah, same thing in, in San Diego. There's no wind. And my friends, of course, on the East Coast are saying, I'm hearing on the news that there's 70 mile an hour winds. I said, where? Where are the 70 mile an hour winds? It's not here. Yes, the news just said it. Well, the news is wrong because I'm sitting here in the state, right, right here, right? But the macrocosm, right, we have these big things that happen, um, evolutionary things, 
and it could be a, it could be a person who comes and is very prolific, very shit, you know, becomes a very big movement maker, and that's an indicator of a big energetic download, a big energetic shift on the earth, on the planet, on the evolution of the greater of the macrocosm. And you, as, as, as your own microcosm, connected to that microcosm, want to be with total conscious awareness, moving with those evolutionary jumps as opposed to holding back and against it and resistance, which causes friction, that would, that, that which reads out in the physical body as ailments and maladies and what have you. Okay? So um, let's talk about because I'm looking at the time because I'm off on all kinds of tangents, way off my notes, you guys, way off, as usual. <laughs> but um, let's talk about what you can do. How do, how do you do this? Like, what does this look like in action steps for your day? Okay. So the first thing you want to do is be aware of these four things. Okay. These are the, the kind of the negative side of things. But just the awareness that it's happening, you want to be able to identify. So the first one you want to be able to identify is pessimism. Are you, when you hear something new, immediately going to, okay, what can go wrong? What can go wrong? What can go wrong? Are you doing that? Okay, and, and taking pride in your skepticism. I'm not saying you don't do due diligence. I'm not saying you don't do as my dad, God bless his soul, um, he, he was a soldier in the Army, and he always say, did you do your reconnaissance, Mary? Did you? And then he would just mean, did you do your research? you know, for this new thing you're considering it. So you want to do your reconnaissance, you want to do your due diligence, but you don't want to get start every single new idea with, you know, the skeptical, protective pessimism. And a lot of people do that, where they just think negative all the time because they're protecting themselves, and then that blocks, and then they wonder why nothing good happens or why they get these, these cascading waterfalls of negativity. It's because their energy is cascading waterfalls of ne- negativity. The second one you want to be aware of is overanalyzing. Sometimes you need to just let it go and let it flow to you. Now, being a, a psychic, an intuitive, a channel, a master channel, a marketer, I have an MBA in marketing, I have a degree in psychology, I was a counselor, I'm a coach, I have a lot of answers and I can analyze with the best of them. And I came from, you know, God rest her soul, a very, very talented psychoanalytic psychotherapist, which was my mom, and she was also an intuitive and, and what have you too. Um, she was fabulous at dream, dream analysis. That's, and that's not my strong suit at all, but that was certainly hers. Um, I was the channeler and she was the dream analyst. It was an interesting conversations we could have, but I come, you know, I can analyze with the best of them, but I have learned over the years that, um, I can take, let my 3D mind go to town and probably quite accurately analyze, and then I have to let it go and say, okay, I've analyzed myself to the point where I get the clarity around the situation, but I don't have the solution from a 3D perspective. So your solutions never come from your 3D mind. Your solutions come from the 5D download into the 3D space of your mind. So if you're constantly in protective pessimism, it's like taking a bat and popping off every idea back towards where it came. And the same thing with the overanalyzing. The next thing that will really get in your way, guys, is anticipatory conversations where you are anticipating 
what someone's going to say and then what you're going to say and then if they go this way and then you're going to go that way and if you go that way they're going to go this way believe it or not when you do that and this is again something we talk more in the advanced part of the academy deeper in the work is when you start having anticipatory anticipatory conversations with people it's actually stepping into a parallel reality where that is actually so so you're kind of living for a moment with if you know especially if you're doing it with deep emotion and a knitted brow and really feeling physiologically angry and all that and you're involving your whole body you are creating with negative prayer worry is negative prayer doing these anticipatory conversations is negative alchemy you are creating that outcome negative alchemy i had to i went through this the other day with someone at the barn and i it's just oof, i tell you it's an ugly scene but I was having all these, you know, because you, you, you're trying to protect yourself, right? Your mental mind starts to have all these, you know, these conversations. And as I was driving, I always get, you know, downloads on. I always do a lot of channeling. And I heard, stop going to gratitude right now. Look to the left. And I looked over to the left, and there was the Pacific Ocean. And I said, wow, look at that. And it immediately popped me out of that anticipatory conversation and into gratitude. And I said, well, look to your right. And there's beautiful hills, canyons, and mountains. And I'm like, wow. Wow, look at the canyon, the hills, and the canyons behind it, and then the snow-capped mountains off in the distance. Wow, on one side I see snow-capped mountains, and the other side I see the Pacific Ocean. How lucky am I? Where am I going to see the most magnificent horse in the world, which is my mare? Okay. You know, on and on it goes, right? So it went, and I just went down the highway. Instead of anticipating what I was going to say, I was being grateful. For what, for how lucky I was, and all the things, everything, the sight, mental health, and the car, and you know, all the things, and that popped me into the 5D frequency, creating with energy, not so much, you know, if you can't find that decent conversation with that person you're anticipating the bad conversation with, then don't, then stop the conversation altogether from a thought perspective and switch over to gratitude, switch over to grace. Right? See, that's called a pivot, a 5D pivot. I'll talk about that in the book, too. I have to actually make a note. I don't remember seeing that in the book. <laughs> to do that. I mean, the final editing and polish, I'm like, oh, maybe we'll do that as part of the, we'll do a show on that as part of the podcast for the book, 5D pivots. Okay? So you're going to make a, you're going to shift yourself. You don't beat yourself up and say, oh, man, you're a mar. You shouldn't have those conversations like that. You should know better. No, you want to stop. And that's my next thing. Great segue into stop criticizing yourself. If you observe something that isn't getting you where you want to go, say, well, dang it. Look at that. You noticed. Well, hot damn. Let's get, okay, let's 5D pivot. And, you just, and if you don't know how to do that, just say, hire yourself. How do I pivot out of this? What's a different direction? What's a more positive direction? What's going to get me closer to where I want to be? Blah, 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 blah. Okay? So worry is negative prayer. And when you get worried and you say, okay, higher self, first of all, can you release the worry valve? Release the pressure out of the pressure cooker. You don't want to ignore your 3D frailties, right? You don't want to ignore it and say, oh, you know, I don't ever think negative. I'm always positive. Sometimes I get on the phone with people and they expect, they want, they think I want to hear a certain thing. Like they maybe have seen me on television or on Hot Guy TV or heard one of my interviews or read 
one of my old, you know, my first book or so. I'll listen to the show for the last however many years of episodes. And they'll get on the call with me and they'll just start saying all the positive things like, because they think that's what I want to hear and they want to show me they know everything already. And I, and I know that's like a cover-up because it's it's more of a fear of judgment about, you know, being wrong and then, you know, et cetera, et cetera. I can promise you that people don't come to me saying, I have the best life. I'm, everything's perfect. I have the perfect husband and I have all the money I could ever want and my health and da, 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 all these things are perfect, perfect, perfect. That's not why you come to Mari. <laughs> Generally, people are at a crossroads. It's like, I'm at my wit's end. I, I have no idea which direction to go, or I want to go this direction, but I don't know how, or I just, I was trying to manifest this and it didn't work. Like, that's why people show up, at, you know, to work with me. Or I, I'm tired of the ups and downs, or I, you know, I, I want a, a totally different life. I want to transform. I want out of the old ways. That's where they come to me. I'm at a, most of the time they come to me at a crossroad and they're looking for a lighthouse. They're looking for that directional aha that spins into more than an aha because an aha moment will not get you there. It's a wonderful catchphrase. I started the show so long ago. And I, you know, as I was working with my new set of producers, they're like, are we going to change the name of the show? And I said, you know what? I have so many hundreds of episodes. I don't want to change the name of the show. If I was going to change the way to the show, name of the show, it would probably be like, you know, 5D frequency in me or something, something, you know, 5D frequency centric. But we'll keep the aha moments radio show, but I just want you to know that the aha moment of itself is like getting the ringtone on your phone that a text message is in, but it's not the message itself. Like you have to, you hear the ringtone, ring, and you, you go and you say, oh, I have a text, and then you have to open it, and you have to read it to get the actual message, right? So the aha moment, you know, people get all excited. Oh, I think I saw a sign, a symbol of synchronicity. Well, that's not necessarily, that's not the contextual message. So that's another thing that, you know, over time you're going to want to get really good at is getting the full contextual message, not just the, the little alert system that the message, there's a message waiting. And then that makes all of this other stuff way easier. So when you, now, to give you a practical tool that you can go and start with tomorrow, okay, the first thing you want to do is to notice those four things I had talked about, protective pessimism, overanalyzing, anticipatory conversations, worry, okay? You want to do your 5D pivot, meaning just say to your higher self, if you don't know how to pivot out of it, um, then just say, higher self, show me the pivot. How, how can I reframe this? Can you reframe this for me? Okay, so this is a series of these are the kinds of questions you want to ask your higher self, you want to engage your higher self. The second thing you can do is to really outline how you'd like your day to go. Have the courage. This takes courage because people say, oh, well, I don't know if I don't want to say it because what if it doesn't happen? It takes courage to start to project forward what you desire. And it takes a sense of worthiness as well, that you're worth it. We do one of the first things we do when people come in the academy is a full course on clearing the way to channel. It's a very, very powerful uh, process that was channeled to me many years ago and has been really honed. And it's one of the big things is really getting that whole worthiness factor way, 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 way up. Because if you don't feel worthy of the very basics, 
even the advanced basics, when you start getting messages of stuff from your higher self that sound really phenomenal but very foreign to your what your normal 3D-ing would allow or have, a lot of people can sort of shy away and they think, okay, that's just stupid. That's just crazy. And that's a worthiness thing. And that can be very quite, you know, embedded. So what we want to do is ask your higher self to give you that pivot. And even if you're feeling a little bit like, oh, I don't know, go with it. Go with it. Give it a shot. Make it a game. Make it a game. Say, okay, you know what? Show me. Show me. Not prove it to me. That's not the protective pessimism, okay? That's not the same energy. When you say to your higher self, hey, I give you permission to show me what I'm not seeing right now. That's different than uh, probably won't work after all. You better show me and then I'll believe it. I'll see it when I believe it. That's the different. You see the different tone? Whereas you're saying to your higher self, hey, can you, can you show me a new way? Can you, can you help me out of this? I'm in my own way today. So you're not judging yourself in a bad way. You're saying, hey, you know what? I'm, I'm recognizing, I'm acknowledging, hey, I'll, you know what? I'm having, to, I'm having a rough time figuring out how I'm going to deal with these people when I get to this destination. And I don't want to gunk it all up. The best my 3D mind can do is say I want to punch them in the face. When I can you help me pivot? <laughs> you know, that's, that's the way you want to do it. Do it with a little humor. You know, people, um, they, they kind of think, especially in my profession, especially for as long as I've been this, that I, I get this real holier-than-thou, you know, kind of, oh, you know, kind of approach to talking to my higher self, guides and what have you. And I'm not normally ever like that. I'm way more of my normal New Yorker. you got to be kidding me. Are you kidding me? You Listen, somebody needs to help over here. Like That's way more how I talk to my higher self and the guides than I do, and, and you know, extra guidance than I do, you know, oh, you know, you know, <laughs> you know, Lord be with us. You know, I grew up Catholic, so I can certainly get as, you know, prayerful and religious is the best of them and, you know, all the, the formalities, but I'm not like that at all. And I think the thing that's most important is to keep your emotional landscape open to receive. And, um, you know, right at the tail end of the show, I've entered this big, huge topic, which, again, will be a whole nother show. But if you can keep your emotional quotient open to receive, what I mean by that is if you could say, okay, you know what, that sucks. Yeah, period, that sucks, you know, that I didn't lose weight or I didn't get the money I'd hoped or that check didn't show up or whatever, you know, whatever it is. So that person really, man, she went in full frontal attack. Like that sucks. Like recognize it. The 3D side of you still gets a voice. It's not saying we're not trying to take you into some sort of, you know, religious bent judgment, brimstone, you know, you're, you know, you're a sinner and you're horrible and like, make you so unworthy how can if you're being told you're that unworthy how can you receive anything you know no matter how much money you put into the plate at church or whatever or pay the pastor or whatever nobody can relieve you of that guilt but you and you certainly don't need somebody from outside of you trying to tell you put you down because you had a human moment you know human frailty so you want but you do want to recognize and this is how you do it you say to your higher self hey Okay, so here's my challenge. Show me. I'm open. Show me. Give it to me in a way that I can't can't not see it. Send me a messenger. And and then pay attention. 
pay attention. And you'll eventually sync up the signs and the symbols and the synchronicities. It was funny because as I was driving today and I was anticipating some rough, rocky roads at the barn, I, you know, I, I did that pivot, right? And I did all the thank you and the gratitude or whatever. And, um, and then when I got, I was working with my horse and we we're just by ourselves. And it's, it's, it's always an incredibly lovely experience doing that with her. She's quite, quite the being. But a dragonfly came flying around like, like a mosquito, like this is this huge blue and jade colored dragonfly and it flew and it literally just about, it was hovering over my shoulder and it spun around my head and then I had a fan on the horse and the, and it landed on the fan and it kind of flew right in my face and looked me right in the face and, it and, I, and I was like, wow, I know dragonflies from a spiritual perspective, from an energetic perspective mean joy and light and you know renewal and newness and all this stuff and I was like, whoa, look at that. Look at that. And then I was like, thank you, thank you, thank you, because that was a sign. When you see something, and there's a, a book by Ted Andrews called um, Spirit Animal. I mean, it's a classic. It was written many, many decades, a couple decades ago. But I always send people to that book. Um, and it has every energetic meaning of every animal out there. And when you see an animal or insect or something that's so right, like right there, it's meant you give you a message you know if you're in a fox den and you see foxes not so much right if you're in the the central park and you see pigeons no, that's not a sign you know you're at la jolla and you see a, a, a seagull no because they're there all the time but if you see a dragonfly in the middle of like a deserty kind of an area that then there's no pond there's no water right near you or anything like that and you're just like oh you know and it's sitting like on your shoulder in, in your face and making itself known that's a message and that's where you say, okay, I'm going to Google that later. Oh, I'm going to go get Ted's book, and I'm going to take a look at that and really soak that in. That was a message. And then after that happened, about 20 minutes later, I ended up having a conversation with uh, someone at the barn who really gave me a full contextual, like they started saying things that was just so right on point with what I had, all my concerns were, and it was so validating and so nourishing. And I was just like, oh, okay. And I drove home in even more gratitude than I had on the way in. On the way in, legit, it was manufactured gratitude, right, because I was doing a 5D pivot. But on the way home, it was total, like, awe of, like, how that unfolded. And when you recognize that, then that gives permission for more. I wasn't saying, oh, that was that looked like it could have been a sign. Oh, that was weird. I was saying, wow, whoa, whoa, look at this. Right, so I hope that that's given you some food for thought. The 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 biggest thing, and this is going to be the last thing I say for today, because this this was probably could have been three shows, <laughs> but the last thing I'm going to say for today is here's how you want to program your day tomorrow. Give this a try, and then email me and let me know how that how it goes. Um, when you leave your house tomorrow. As you're putting your key in the door to turn the key or, you know, you're locking your door, you're closing your door, whether you're going into your garage or whatever, I want you to say, when I come home, I will be wealthier than I was when I left. Today, when I come home, I will be happier or I will have insight on blah, 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 or I will have feel uh, grateful or I will feel nourished or enlightened or whatever the word is more abundant, 
um, you know, whatever the word is that whatever is aggravating you or worrisome or whatever, say, declare it. When I come home, may I be blah, blah, blah than I was when I left. Play with that. That's one of my little life hacks. It's not really a life hack. It's actually like a philosophy. But <laughs> it's a it's a tool that you can try to, you know, to play with. Again, that does not replace fluency. But it does start to give you a taste. And it is at least an invitation to start to be able to receive some of the goodness so that you have the inspiration to come to our academy and get all the rest of it. Okay. Okay. So I will um, end here. Please, 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 if you are interested in coming into the academy or to talking to me more about that, uh, send me an email at support at ahamomentsinc.com. And our class will be starting in a few weeks. So uh, please, please reach out quickly so that we can, if, if it is a fit, we can get you registered and you can get going for the fall. We're going to have so much good stuff coming, books coming out, um, new shows and, and all kinds of things coming up, coming around the pike here. And I'm working really hard right now. I had vowed I wasn't going to work at the last the last two weeks of the summer, and here I am doing all this stuff. But it's it's all good. I have, it's, I'm having a good time with it. And uh, I think that's it for today. Give a try to these, these ideas, and I really feel like you're going to have, in fact, I know you're going to have some, some very, very quick relief. You can create your day the 5D frequency way. And it does not take all the vision boards and all this extra over-the-top work. Some basic care, fine-tuning and care and attention and just noticing is going to take you a long, long way. All right, so we will end with my motto, which is, you truly can have exactly what you want. You absolutely deserve it too. And in 5D frequency, anything is possible. Take care, everybody. Bye.